when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What's good, Internet? It is April 14th, 2017, and we are coming to you live from Lobby One in Brooklyn. Yeah. Welcome to Waypoint Radio. Yeah. It is uh, a beautiful day for the like the fifth day in a row. Uh, I know some of us have been dealing with allergies. Don't speak for bit. all of us, Austin. It's been beautiful here <laughs> beautiful where it matters day. where I live. <laughs> How you doing, Patrick? <laughs> Patrick is so always. disgusted with you right Patrick now. Patrick Klepek. <laughs> Is there snow? Not great. It's not great outside. Oh. What's the weather like there? It's fifty-eight. It could. It's all right. Oh, it's fine. It's beautiful cloudy. Day. It's a beautiful day. You got to do what I do, which is when it gets to like fifty-six, just start wearing shorts. Yeah, and just pretend like <laughs> will the weather into becoming better. Like no motherfucker, it's spring now. That's right. It's the spring bears. We have a special guest today. We do. Oh my god. Polygon's own. Hello. Uh, Stream awesome. Friends reunion. Awesome. <laughs> that's kind of is. Awesome. I I don't want to like interrupt. I know that, I know that like you like starting with what's good. What's mm-hmm. good internet. Uh, but I have something to tell you about that's bad. Uh-oh. I want to tell you about what's bad. Oh no. Uh, this well, is the opposite of what's breaking good. news. This is just hit. This is from The Verge. Oh, I see. A Vox Media brand. Vox Media. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Very good media corporation. Okay. Headline. How many Webbies have they won? Yeah, I don't know. Probably some. I don't. I actually don't know. I, <laughs> you tell me. Media you companies love babies. You know. Uh, headline: Navy tells sailors to stop vaping at sea. Um, Thanks. They're, they're putting an end to it. No more vaping. Those poor sailors. What it's will they do? Up. Has uh, Reddit heard yet? The Naval Safety Center reports that at least fifteen mishaps occurred between <laughs> October 2015 <laughs> and June 2016, which resulted in in sailors. First and second degree burns. Whoa! Oh no, that's actually bad. And facial disfiguration from e-cigarette battery explosions. So there you go. That's actually really bad. Do you think it had to do with like was this like s- submarine vaping, like they're underground or underwater and like the, the high pressure like and caused it to blow? I don't know. That makes sense. That's, that wouldn't be safe. Yeah. That would be unsafe. That would, that would not be a safe situation to vape in. Welcome I don't to think you want to vape in. A, to vape in. I don't think you want to vape in a submarine. Like, don't tell me where shouldn't. I want to vape. <laughs> Patrick, where's your favorite place to vape? I've never vaped I, in like a in like the Blair Witch Project basement. I'd like stare against the corner, and I would just vape. That's, and that's for the a good sweet vape. Grace, that's so of dark. The Blair Witch to it's take re- me there. That's real dark. The vape witch it's really project. Yeah, it's really bad. Vape Blair. Uh, I'm I'm <laughs> going to say that I think based on the the amount of echo people are saying that there is, I don't think it's just that there's echo coming in from our lav mics. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you echo, sometimes you vape. I don't know. 
Echo is the new thing, right? Like it's the, not. Echo, you can't the just dolphin. put two words together yeah, to make Echo a the joke. Echo the dolphin vaped. All of those early '90s Sega platformers—they all vaped. You're going to tell not... me right now that okay, Sonic, Sonic vaped. was not vaping? <laughs> okay, Sonic okay. vaped. Dude. Wait, I, I've spun around <laughs> on this whole bit. <laughs> and now I have this image of Sonic vaping. Sonic vaped. There's, there's got to no be. Question. There's fan art for that. There's no question. I guarantee there's fan art for that. There's probably a vape shop. That has Sonic Vaping as, like, their Did main logo. Sonic Vape, question mark? There's got to be stuff for this. Sonic Portable Vaporizer See? from Sonic Vaporizer. He has his own brand of... Yeah, I okay. told you. Yeah. Sonic Hedgehog. I was making shit up, but... Vape, yeah. question mark? If I put a question mark on, that's how Google knows it's a question I got. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, there he is. I went shopping, which is not what I meant to... Oh, here oh, we go. there he is. This is... Oh, this can is, we show the stream? That's not, gonna, that's not how... The, I can't just do this... Where it's like, hey, look, there's Sonic. There he is. Sonic is a vape. Sonic vapes. Sonic is a vape. <laughs> so he doesn't just vape. He is a vape. Oh, this is, is a good one. The embodiment of vape. This is just a picture of Sonic blowing steam out of <laughs> his mouth. And, it, and next right. to it, it says vaped up. Yeah. That boy vaped up. I, I told you. He's blowing out of the cotton. Yeah, he's got I that. That's what they call that. <laughs> Those clouds. <laughs> yeah. What are the different types of clouds? Uh, like Columbus. Columbus. Uh-huh. Circuitous, right? That's one. Uh, darky dark <laughs> clouds, dark cloud. <laughs> Patrick, can you talk a little to see if you're you're still echoing? Oh, you want me to fill the uncomfortable silence? Yes, for the last couple of seconds. <laughs> anything? Please say anything. I don't. I don't know. I do. I'm. I feel like we should just stew in this for a little while. Yeah. I feel like I just... Uh, no, echo. It... no echo. No echo. <laughs> no more echoing. We killed the echo. Oh, so the uncomfortableness was caused by the echo, not yep. by... Not by anything okay. else. Mm. Yeah. Yep. You all see that Star Wars trailer? Yeah, that was cool. Speaking of racism. <laughs> yeah, speaking of racism. Oh, there wasn't any in that trailer. That was good. That that looked that looked good. I think the looks, Last Jedi. I think it looks good. Yeah. It makes me want to go play KOTOR 2 again because they look like they're kind of leaning into... Some of the, some of the grayness that attracted me to that game originally. Yeah, yeah, I I could. I, you don't. We, who knows? The trailer doesn't tell you much, right? It tells you no more. Uh, Last Jedi, last one. Maybe you know the Jedi. Who knows? They're gonna end. Well, maybe they will. Did you know that? Right. Do Did you know the Star Wars franchise, the successful Star Wars franchise <laughs> from Disney? They're gonna we'll keep making end. them. Uh, They're gonna keep making those we'll movies. Never end. Probably. They're probably going to. Do you think it'll up. just be a question of like it'll be the Jedi, and then like they got to change it a little so they'll just be like the Jed, and then they'll just be the like Je, and then they're just the J. You think that could happen? Do you think maybe that'll be a, a Sonic vapes? I don't know. That one worked. So. <laughs> <laughs> go back. Just keep digging to that. You don't want to go further smaller than J. Je. 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 The Jedi. I am a, the last I think this is going to be a situation where – I guess my question ends up being like, do they commit to the thing of like – all right, so I don't want to spoil – spoilers. Here we go. We're spoiling the trailer Spo- for trailer, The Last Jedi, spoiler. the teaser. <laughs> also, also spoiling the end of the film, which we've seen. Which we've seen. Yeah. I mean, we wrote it. The media. We're <laughs> so, on the inside. We've we wrote seen the this movie. All. All right, big yeah. media. Yeah. Fake news. Vice that's us. slash Vox wrote this. We this – uh, so in the trailer, it does include Luke saying – Something like what? What's Luke say, Tim? It's time for the Jedi to end. It's for the Jedi to end. Yeah. Supposedly so part one, people are anal- analyzing yeah. that bit though, and there are two voices that say it. Ooh, 
Apparently there are two voices that say it. I guess, so, so one thing is maybe that's not the full sentence. Maybe this is like one of those famous yeah. news exact, media tricks. Yeah. Tim where, and I had a very good discussion of this. It's like yes. taken out of context like in like a movie quote situation. An asshole would say right. the Jedi need to end. That's what <laughs> famous Luke Skywalker <laughs> That's what he actually said. The Jedi said. Need, to, need to end, comma, is what the Emperor, who I killed, would right. say. That's what my dad was saying. <laughs> that's my, he was a dick. That's my bad dad. Like, that's it. I think that's the real reality here that we're facing. But, like, for me, like, that has always been – the thing that it, it seems like it's gesturing towards is, like, oh, wow, right, right, balance. Balance to the Force does not, in the end, just mean the good guys win or something. It means something else more complicated than that. And Yeah, and, I mean, I think if knows? you if you dig into, like, the, the – Expanded universe. Yeah, um, I'm listening. I'm right there with you. Yeah. There's always been a little bit more uh, digging into like the, the oh, maybe it's not just good and bad. And maybe maybe the Jedi actually do some really questionable things. Yeah. Someone someone reminded me on Twitter. I, I forget that. The person just, just sent this to me and I've already – I've already lost it because of people linking me to Sonic Vaping, which is good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, of this great quote from Kreia in, in Knights of the Old Republic 2, which, which again, it's a big touchstone for me. Um, at what point does the power of the Force uh, – the, 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 at what point does the power the Force exerts submerge any attempt at choice or free will? And it's less like the metaphysical, like, oh, is there free will thing for her? And much more the political, like, oh, the Jedi are fascists. Like, the Jedi get to come into your fucking house and say, oh, the Force is with us and therefore we're allowed to kill you because we are like self-appointed like you know paladins basically and, and that's why i think the empire are actually the okay. good guys I hold on <laughs> god damn thanks it. bill crystal <laughs> god damn it i knew we had a special guest on but i didn't know <laughs> pulls off his mask <laughs> oh no <laughs> so there's a, a lower third appears which is yep. phil kohler r yeah that's good that's good, that's good. God damn. So, yeah, I don't know. That movie could be good. The last two were pretty awesome. I enjoyed both. Oh, right. One one thing I'll point that has has nothing to do with the actual plot is that I'm glad that that uh, teaser does not show anything nor tell you anything about the actual story. It's just sort of like a thematic setup. Like, I love love the – I love watching trailers. Not because I like movies spoiler for me, but the art of crafting a trailer is, like, fascinating to me. I will spend – I'm subscribed to, like, multiple trailer YouTube channels because I just like watching trailers. And, like, this trend in the last 10 years where trailers uh, subsequently give away everything yeah. that happens beat for beat in a, in a movie is is infuriating to me yes. as someone that enjoys the art of trailers. And, Patrick, this is, all this is really of- heartening for me to hear because, like, I'm a, I'm a big trailer guy and my wife thinks I'm crazy. Like, I'm always like, we need to get – to the movie theater. Got to see the trailers before the movie oh. starts. We got to. I'm in a bad mood if I've missed the trailers, despite how f- excited I am for the movie. It's less so these days because now you can watch yeah. most trailers yeah. ahead of time, it. so it's mostly just seeing the. Th- but I'm with you. Like I am that person. I I enjoy the excitement that a trailer can like wrap the themes of a movie around. And so for all of J.J. Abrams' problems as like a storyteller, like. His like institutionalized mystery adapted to the marketing of The Force Awakens meant that as long as you ignored the things they label international trailers, Ooh. like that's what you have to avoid these days. Is like international trailers tend to spoil every beat of a movie. But 
you could watch most of the marketing for The Force Awakens, like the major trailers, and still not really know a whole lot of what's happening in that movie, and it just got you excited for the characters and themes they were going to play with. Is so there I'm, is there a reason why the international trailers for his stuff were not? Is it just like he doesn't touch it himself, or is there like a, yeah, it's a just, yeah, it's just like the marketing es- escapes you at that point. Like there's only yeah. so many pieces yeah. you can. Yeah. Uh, there's probably like a better like actual like th- there's probably an explanation that's like the more you spoil, the more people tend to turn out. Like there's probably right. actually a a thinking behind that, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I just – yeah, I enjoy the fact that I don't know very much except for, you know, a general idea of what maybe might happen. There was that study going around a couple of years ago that was like, oh, actually, if you spoil yourself on something, you actually like it more. Like that was a, a, one of those things that got it passed makes around. makes sense. You're more familiar with something. But then there was yeah. also – for me, like that exists in – that was like kind of compelling for me from what I read. And there was also a story of someone who – didn't see anything at all about The Force Awakens. He didn't go watch – he watched zero trailers. He knew none of the characters. He avoided all the merchandising as best he could. He didn't know what a ray was. He didn't know <laughs> that the lightsaber had the fucking – the hilt on it that makes no sense but is funny and kind of cool. Um, and so when he saw that movie, like there was a, a news piece about him. He was just like, ah, ah, like it's all new. Like I'm, I, it's all a surprise. And that person actually died. It was over. <laughs> that was it. That's the hardest yeah. And that's why I spoil myself on everything. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Um, that's no, how like, you survive. That's made me – that story made me a different type of person in that like I've always been the sort of person who's like, I don't mind spoilers. I still don't mind them that much. But I now more and more try to give myself – certain experiences where I do my best to go in without having seen much. So Zelda was like that for me, which yeah. was, helped because I think a lot of the Nintendo marketing around that was really tightly packed into like the Great Plateau where they weren't going to show you a lot of other stuff, where they were going to evoke but not explain what that game really was. And that and that helped. So helped more of lot. that, please. More of that. I've actually been using trailers. Last week I used the Ra- uh, Thor Ragnarok trailer to teach my film students about shots and editing. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun. And I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to do that with this trailer too. Yes. Does we have favorite fun. trailers of all time? Patrick, what's your what's your Go watch the original uh teaser and main trailer for Alien. Yes. Oh my god. That's exactly where we were. I was gonna what's say good? that. High too. Five. Hell oh. yes. Oh, it's so good. I also like that it's one. Good. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen you it? Like that one? No, so good. How have you not seen there, it? It's a it's a master class in exactly <gasps> what I was talking about and what the, the Force Awakens trailers tried to do, which is just like establish a tone right. and a sense of like place and mystery and then walk away and those trailers do it better than almost anything i've ever seen done i did that i was just doing the really bad thing that people do sometimes where they ask a question because they have a thing they want to say and then the best (laughs) thing happened which is patrick said the thing i wanted to say i don't have to say it now so that's good phil how are you favorite trailer i don't i don't actually like trailers that much this is just (laughs) (laughs) that's fair is there anything uh true and honest in your life (laughs) actually no legitimately no No, I don't know. I, I would have to think about it. Um, nothing, nothing is like immediately springing to mind. But I, I will say, like with this one, I, I agree with Patrick. I like that it was uh, that for the Last Jedi, they chose to do something more thematic. That they don't spoil much of it. Um, I did see some people on, on Twitter saying like, "Oh, it's another Star Wars trailer where they don't actually tell you what the movie's about." But I feel like those are the same people who would complain about, yeah. Oh, it's yep. a trailer that spoils oh, yeah. every beat of the movie. Yeah. So it's like, um, I like the part where Finn and Poe are making out. That was my favorite part. <laughs> that, that was, was that part that was trailer. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice. It was like, wow, Star Wars went all the way it's gay. super gay. <laughs> they were talking about, like, oh, they'd be a little gay, maybe. Mm-hmm. It, but what, it was, like, what surprised me, super gay. What surprised yeah. me was that they showed penetration in the trailer. I that, know, that right? Like, like, wow, they really went twice. there. 
Yeah, I mean, that's twice. Uh, they used it as a jump scare. <laughs> only the only the first time. The second time <laughs> was loving and happy. It swelled with the John Williams score. That's what the B wing you were talking the about. Was, right? I, mean, I was describing right. a B wing, but it, that's not really yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. I understand. It swelled with the John Williams score is a line in my new erotic novel. <laughs> so good. I'm really happy. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, video games. Take that. Phil <laughs> tweeted that there's not going to be any horny allowed on this podcast. There's <laughs> not. This is a... What's, what's, what's horny about this? This is a sober what's, discussion. What's horny about <laughs> two, men, two men getting it on. What's horny yeah. about that? Uh, just my beautiful space boys. That's that's not I just want, yeah, I just want to point out, I, the, the joke has already passed us, but someone coined the term <laughs> jump penetration, which Bad. is good. That's no. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I just want to let you know that's the title off, of the podcast. Yeah. Like yeah. someone found it. Bad. I'm so uh, glad. Aaron Aaron T. Lar- uh, Larson notes that that the Lost Odyssey trailer was really good back in the day. The one with I'm guessing that they mean the one with uh, White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane. Oh, yeah. It's like super fucking good. Look up the Lost Odyssey trailer with with White Rabbit. In I just it. want to read one comment because it's uh-huh. very good. I'm glad. We just got a peek into everyone's psyches. Danielle, gay makeouts. <laughs> Phil, penetration. Patrick, jump scares. Uh-huh. <laughs> Correct. That was I mean, correct. That, well, that was very good. I'm. Yep. No, that all checks out. It checks you out. You play any video games? <laughs> How are the dinosaur cards? The dinosaur cards? Yeah, the new cards. Uh, I, 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 you were like, oh, I'm playing a new Hearthstone thing. I was like, oh, that's the one with the gorillas in it. And then, <laughs> and you were like, mm. I mean, there's probably there's usually a gorilla or two. Okay. How many of them are dinosaurs? There's mostly dinosaurs in this one. Uh, new Hearthstone <laughs> expansion came out last week. Uh, it's called Journey to Angoro, and the theme is is very like dinosaurs, like so is prehistoric. Is like of. the Savage Lands from X Men. Yeah, it's but basically that. Like orcs are there. Well, there there were no orcs, and then they came there, and now there are orcs. Do there. They ride dinosaurs. Oh, um, yeah, you can ride dinosaurs. Is Turok there? Yeah. What's his card do? Uh, there's no Turok card. I lied to you. God damn it! You can ride dinosaurs. Charge or something. There's like a there's yes like, and Phil. There's. A, <laughs> There's a card called uh, a, a paladin spell called Spike Ridge Steed that is literally like the the theme behind the card is you're putting your minion on a dinosaur and when your Ooh. minion dies that dinosaur pops up in its place. That's okay. cool. That's cool. That's kind of cool. That's nice. I can, I can get with that. Yeah. How's Hearthstone doing generally these days? Uh, it's because it feels like from the so from the outside. As someone who played a lot of it in yeah. beta and then less and less of it as it went on but then still like kept up, I still watch all of the Stoner's Nation. I, I'm like I, I do my best to stay abreast of the situation sure. as it is. Uh, it felt like it got kind of gimmicky in the last couple of expansions. Sure. And for me that tends to be a sign – as someone who's played a lot of card games – I often I'm like oh wow gimmicks are fun and then like oh but I don't actually play that set yeah. I get really excited about it I'm like oh cool gimmick and then just like I back out I don't think this set's gonna pull you in because they definitely have a gimmick uh, the gimmick this time is they introduced something called quest cards okay um, which is a new type of legendary each class has their own specific quest and if you have a quest card in your deck it's a one cost spell it's always in your opening hand okay that you can mulligan it out if you want yeah. but you wouldn't want to because you probably built your deck around completing this quest. So you play it, and it'll be something like like for the priest, for example. It's play seven death rattle minions. Okay, and then you have to play seven death and rattle like minions. A passive and boost. then no, when you when you complete it, you get a a card that's super powerful. So in the case oh, of the priest okay. spell, it's uh, you get this card that is a five cost like eight eight minion with taunt 
who sets your health to 40, which is 10 higher than your health normally can be. Right. Um, That's cool. So I, I, the thing I don't like about that is that there's not a lot of interaction around that quest there, specifically. So like there's, there's nothing not a, I can do at all to stop you from playing Death Rattle There's minions. not a lot of interaction with any of them. That's really it's all Like all of them are like play this type of minion. For people who don't play card games like like this, one of the things that can be really attractive about card games is the same thing that's, in, or that's really interesting about fighting games, right? Which is like when you know a fighting game really well, you go, all right, I'm fighting Ryu. I understand like Hadouken, Dragon Punch. I need to like zone him this specific way. I need to like make sure to counter Like as someone who does real yeah. fighting, I'm sure yeah. it's similar. Like, okay, I know what this type of I know what this this person's style is. Even if you're still doing the same sort of martial art, you know that person favors kicks. Absolutely. And so in card games, what I really love is getting into the head of the other player who's like, oh, they've built a deck that's built around this mechanic. Oh, they're they're building a deck that is based on in Netrunner viruses, which Mm. means that they're just constantly going to be putting virus tokens on my thing. I need to make sure I I save enough money to clear those off or whatever. And in for based on what you just said, the thing that kind of bums me out is. That in Hearthstone, there's nothing I can ever do to stop you from yeah. playing Death Rattle cards if you build yeah, a good it, deck. It, it, like I said, it's the same with pretty much all of the quests. Um, the the counterplay basically becomes, boy, I better kill them before right. they finish that Be quest. Fast, right? Um, it's like it's so. It's, and and in particular, like there's there's two quests like that stand out. There's the Rogue quest. Their their reward for it is every minion you play from now on is five health and five attack. So the and and the rogue the way that it's turned out rogues can complete that quest by like turn four, and then suddenly they're just playing a lot of super cheap right, minions right. who are five five and yeah. you can't win. So can't it's like, wait for turn five just, rogue to hit. Yeah, I better just kill them. And yeah. then the mage has one that is just take an extra turn, which is a really cool idea, but obviously super powerful in a card game. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's. They're cool ideas. They're causing new deck types to be built that have never been built before, which makes it fun right now. Sure. I, I That's feel like, how it happens. I feel like in a month, there's a good chance it'll be pretty stale. Um, there's also one big problem. I wrote an op-ed on Polygon about that th- about Ooh. it this week where uh, the, other, the other huge issue is these cards are uh, – these quest cards are all legendary. Um, so the the different rarity of cards determines how right. likely you are to open them in a pack. So if I'm rich, I'm gonna get a quest card. Yeah, well, like, le- and legendary is your your. I think the uh, what, what players have determined is you're guaranteed to get at least one legendary every like thirty or forty packs, um, which is not great. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. You could arcane dust them, right? You can create them from arcane dust, but it takes a lot to create right. a legendary. A legendary, card. sure. Um, and. If you don't have the quest card, like in a lot of a lot of uh, decks in the game, if you're missing a handful of cards, you can find replacements that are like, oh, this isn't the perfect version of this deck, but I can I can put it's something close on. enough. Yeah, if right. you don't have the quest card, I don't card, have the dra- the dinosaur I can ride, but I got this rhino that I can ride, exactly, yeah. or whatever. But if you don't have the quest card, you cannot do these decks. There's no replacement. The decks are built around completing this quest mm-hmm. and then reaping the rewards of that quest. So. You know, if it turns out that any of these quest cards are like in the long term meta, super if good. Like, if they're like, this is the stuff that everybody's playing to win, and you don't have that quest, you just have to open packs until you get it or have enough dust to create it. Like, there's no, you can't just build a like cheaper version of totally, that, um, which is problematic. It's it's essentially like it makes the 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 expansion more expensive than any previous expansion. <laughs> right, that's a bummer. Just because it sounds like so much is built around those things. Yeah. Patrick and Danielle, have you either have either of you ever played a game that like Hearthstone has this sort of long tail where you're like sticking with it over the course of a year or two and watching it change? Or have you both kind of bounced 
from title to title. Unless you count DLC for something. There we like come back not, to it. Like Witcher, basically. Otherwise. Sure, sure. I guess that's not competitive either, so yeah. it's kind of hard to see the balance changes. Maybe Overwatch a little bit, I guess. Yeah, yeah Overwatch. Not exactly if you the same. like were still deep into Overwatch, I could see yeah. that being. How about you, Patrick? No, I I I I enjoy the idea of bouncing from a right. game to a game. Like that's I, I value the ability to uh play a lot of different things. Also it you know, as we've talked about before, like it, it my job requires like yes. in order to write as much as I do, like I, I it is difficult to stick with things for uh for a long period of time. Whereas like, you know, Phil, like part of it you, you write about Hearthstone a lot, so like yeah. it's integrated into your work and so it's easier to sort of stick with Hearthstone because it I mean, fits it's all, into what you're doing day to day. Yeah, it's also easy because like so I, I definitely this is the longest I've ever stuck with any one game. I yeah. mean I I've played World World of World Warcraft, Warcraft right? on and off for like twelve years, but like I definitely not for this long of a stretch right. without taking right. a break. You're a big Ashron's Call guy, so Ash- you just Ashron's Call. That's that's you also, right? And then you also love uh, <laughs> what else? Shadow Lords. Shadow. Oh, Shadow Lords. Lord, Lords, Lords of, of Shadow. Lords of. You played <laughs> Castlevania Lords of Shadow for the last twelve years. That's the last right. twelve years. Yeah. But no. What I, but what I'm saying is like uh, Lords of the Ocarina. It, it's also easier with Hearthstone because like I can I can open up Hearthstone on my lunch break, right. play a game that takes. 10 or 15 minutes and turn it off and like yes I'll play Hearthstone every single day but I might just play like one or two games yeah I fucked up and played a MOBA last night oh yeah um there's a MOBA called well it's a MOBA slash RTS called Drop Zone Drop Zone um which one my dad used to own an Army Navy store called Drop Zone Army Navy so nice. it's already like uh, you already two, love it already love it. thing two yeah. Drop Zone is a is a it has mech. It's a mech. Oh, God. It's a mech MOBA. It was made for you. Slash RTS. It's Your dad slash made RTS. it for you. He made it for me. Yeah. Um, I like that you th- keep trying to like, like, well, it's not just a MOBA. Don't worry. Well, I'm not I'm becoming so a MOBA I, I'm actually way more interested in it as a MOBA than what they're trying to sell it as. Their whole thing is like, oh, it's you get to play as one character or three, and I can, I can control three mechs. Like, no, just give me one mech. I don't know how to do three just things at once. Mech. The thing that actually att- attracted me to it besides the mechs, which did, I admit, attract me, is matches are 15 minutes long. Yeah. Like, yeah. I got 15 minutes. Shit. I'll play 15-minute game for seven times in a row. I just won't play one <laughs> for 45. That's how That's my not really brain... 15 minutes anymore. That's not how time works. Shut often. up, Patrick. <laughs> Logic has no place here. The brains are bad. Brains are bad. No, you're totally right. Like That's the thing that's frustrating is like I can see that in myself. I can see that like, oh, I can never put in the time to learn Dota. It's mech that has mechs, and each game is only fifteen minutes. But part of, part of it also is a thing where, like, if you're putting forty five minutes or an hour into one right. game and you lose, it, sucks. it feels a lot worse than if you put fifteen minutes in and lose and know that you can load up again. And it's going to yeah. take fifteen minutes, totally. and you might win. Totally. Like after forty five minutes and you lose, you don't want to like start up another game because you're just like crushed. Right. Well, so I've also been playing. I actually played a few hours of. Number one Steam game right now. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Player Unknowns Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds. All caps. Yeah, but also Both Player Unknown caps. is intercapped. Also, yes. yes. Both are true. Uh, Player Unknown was a, a modder. He made he modded games before. Yep. I yep. guess. Yep. I, I don't know what I didn't do my due diligence of looking that up. <laughs> I assume Arma. Probably. That's I don't know. People. That's an Arma. But... <laughs> Just keep going, Austin. It can't go wrong. <laughs> So you the setup. Uh, people have heard this game. A lot of people have, have played this game. Obviously, it's number one on Steam. But also, a lot of people I say this game's name to, and they go, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And I don't know. It's because they don't know about the game, or because even though they themselves are playing the game, they don't know what the name is because it's such a bad name. <laughs> That's um, fair. The idea is you and ninety nine other players get into a plane. You fly over a, a 
island that has vaguely lots of... Eastern vaguely Eastern European. Vaguely Eastern European. It might actually be Eastern European. I know that there are some folks from South Korea working on this game, too. I don't know, I don't know enough about the dev history to talk about that stuff. Um, and then at some point you jump out of the plane and then Battle Royale happens or Hunger Game, oh, it's games, basically happens. Hunger games. Yeah. You know, there are only 500,000 references to Battle Royale in quotes on the internet. That seemed low to me. That's low. Anyway, I, I had to look this up because we were writing about, because Cameron Consulman did a really yeah. great column about player unknowns battlegrounds. Ago, and we were yeah. trying to figure out if Hunger Games or Battle Royale was like a more appropriate reference. Do we have to say the full name every time? Player, un- player underground <laughs> battle unknown. Player battle Assassin's Creed. Well, there's it. probably a game called Battlegrounds, right? So there must that's, have that's, there must Or be. a trademark somewhere, Battlegrounds is a game. Um, so yeah. what sounds cool about this game to me, and I, yeah. I definitely want to hear what you think of it, but what, what I've heard, and I've been meaning to check it out, it seems like a lot of people have been trying to do this this sort of Hunger Games type of, you know, Battle Royale mm-hmm. type of game, but that a lot of them have been plagued by, like, kind of rough servers and yes. stuff. Uh, it sounds like the server thing for this is, like, pretty... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Pretty solid, and you can yeah. just hop in and hop I out really easily. Not, the game itself might not be super optimized. I had a really good time with it last night, but a friend of mine who has like an okay laptop could not like was able to load into a game eventually, and then none, none of the geometry loaded in, so oh, it was God. just like super low poly, and then like the the frames of the houses, but no interior. He he couldn't see the interiors of the houses, and so I went into in the some house. Ways, that's like a benefit. Well, it's it was, really like it really helped teamwork. Wall hacks. There's no bullshit. I, well, there it is wall hacks. <laughs> I went into that building. He's like, I can see where you are. I just can't see how to get to you because the interior geometry is there. <laughs> you just can't see it. So I'd be like, all right, walk forward, turn right. All right, there's a couch to your left, but turn right a little bit more. Walk forward, turn left, look down, hit F. You Why press, would you? And then he's like, it. this sounds great. He's like, yeah. I got and he's like, oh, a gun. I have a gun now. <laughs> I know I guided you to that gun, and then he got stuck in a bed and couldn't get out. It was very <laughs> sounds like my it was life rough. So hopefully yeah. that it's in it's in early access. It'll continue to get worked on. But there is this like intense sense of of uh, tension, quiet um, and disquiet. But it's it also like. but it's also really low stakes because yeah. you die, you get out, you get back into a game, and you always start with nothing. So like it's not like Day Z where eight hours of progress is going to be lost. Yeah. Um, you you parachute into a place, you run into a building, you get a revolver and some pants or whatever, and now you're the guy with the revolver and pants. And like, hey, maybe you make it for another 30 minutes and you're one of the last 20 people and that feels good. Or maybe you get shot two seconds later and you go, fuck, all right, I'm going to load back in. And like that, I have to work out what I feel about that still. Yeah. But I, what I, the kind of surface level feeling is I want to play another match. Yeah. Well, I'd say two things. One, like when I've uh, researched a lot of these games, which are incredibly popular on like Steam, Twitch, and YouTube, and yet get written about like nowhere in sort of like the sort of, I don't know what, conventional, traditional press that like we all operate in. Like you see very little written about, you know, H1Z1, King of the Hill, which is also like has been incredibly popular on places like Twitch. Um, 
when I've researched those games, like they largely seem to be bad. Um, and that, but the con- the core premise, the concept is incredibly fascinating. Mm-hmm. And so you see these games get incredibly popular, despite the fact that they're not necessarily very good, but they're building on an idea that is really interesting. Yes. And what I uh, also find interesting about these types of games, even though I haven't really dug into them myself, is that uh, Daisy is a game that I enjoy hearing stories about, and I'm fascinated by as a, as a concept. But I don't have the time nor the patience to invest in them to have those moments. So yeah. instead, I end up just reading about them. But what's interesting about these arena style games that condense it to a smaller period of time is that it seems like you're you're able to have some of those really tense, interesting moments yeah. uh, uh, in player versus player confrontations in a time span that is condensed, so that you, someone like myself could actually experience that in a way that doesn't uh force me to invest in this in the way sort of like a, a daisy type game does yeah like to just talk about one experience of this game being really good was um so again the plane is flying over an island it kind of picks a random vector to go across this island so each time there's like a slight variation where you're going to end up starting you then decide where to jump out of the plane and parachute down and in one i jumped down into a kind of like suburban or, or kind of like i guess it was it was vaguely urban because it was like a bunch of apartment buildings one next to another yeah uh probably like 20 of them right Right? And so I landed on the roof of one of them. I could see other people landing on the roofs of the other apartment buildings. And I went inside and I like, got a few things. And I just kind of hung out there for 10 minutes like because I knew that there were enough people around me that they were going to fight it out. And you can just see like the number goes from 100 people to like 95, 94, 93, 92. And so I go through this apartment building. I get like a pretty good rifle and uh, like some good armor. Like I'm pretty kitted out. And I just like walk out the door and turn left and there's a guy at the end of an alleyway who's like up against a wall because he's like trying to snipe another player. Oh, and I'm like, I'm not going to not shoot this guy, right? Like he's right there. <laughs> so I shoot him and he's like, oh, and he like runs away around the corner. And at that point I'm like, oh, oh, I should have shot. Like, oh, there's gunfire now. And there's like all sorts of gunfire oh, happening shit. suddenly. And so I like, run down a different alley and then find my way to like a riverbank. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to get behind this wall. There's a wall. There's a riverbank. There are people back here shooting behind me, like back into the left back and to the left, and uh, ahead of me, the river, like, turns, and there's, in the far distance, I see another guy running, but there's, like, no way I can shoot him. So I just chase after him while people are shooting behind me, and eventually I run up to that guy, and I'm like, huh, and I shoot at him, and he, like, he gets shot once or twice, and then, like, does the smart thing, which is, like, goes down in, towards the river, and, like, there's this moment of, like, okay, is he in the water? Is he laying down on the riverbed, like, waiting to shoot me in the head? Where should I come at him from? Um, it was really tense. And then there was a sound of a boat, and a boat started coming down the river, and I saw him get up at the sound of the boat, and when he popped up, I shot him. And then the boat ran past me, and I shot at the boat guy like three or four times and missed and missed and missed, and he was like 50 yards away, and I switched to the other gun that I had, and I was like, all right, one more shot. Bop! And then, like, dead, you get the headshot or whatever. And then, like, that shot, that shooting a guy on a boat 50 yards away is, like, the only... If I could never shoot a gun in the game again, I'd be happy. (laughs) Because it's just not going to feel better than that one headshot. Because then I got a boat, guys! I got a boat! Because the thing that happens in this game all the time is that the world is constricting inwards. Um, There's, like, a weird electrical wall that's slowly, like, dragging every player together. It, like, herds you closer and closer together. Oh, that's really smart. It's so smart, Patrick, because it means that at the top of the game, there's lots of activity because everyone's dived near the the urban areas to get lots of equipment and then it gets kind of quiet and then the push happens and everyone starts getting closer and closer to the middle and then it's like okay 30 people left and they're all in this one like farm compound that's so Um, good you should play this game you should put put a little time into this game because I think you would like it a lot Uh, uh, did you immediately 
die the moment you got the boat? No. I So I rode the boat inland and climbed up into like – I like kind of tried to triangulate where I thought the center of the map would be. Mm. Uh, so the same map every time but the circle that begins to constrict is at a different point. So a different part of the map could be the, the final mm. like fight area. Um, the final fight. Is it's a, it's a yeah. sequel to Final Fight. Right, right. You can Got play it. as Cody, which is – that's my favorite. Oh, that's good. Um, and I found a car. There was like a moment – at this point, my friend had, had been killed, stuck in the bed, and he just was spectating me. And he was like, Austin, there's a car over there. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I looked down a hill, and there was a little dune buggy, and it had like a full tank of gas. So I was like, I'm just going to ride into the sunset. Um, oh. And I did. And then I got down to like 20 people or 10 people. It was it was, it was was a duo game, so it was – 10 people, 10 out of 50, which means like it could have been 20 people, 10 to, 10 to 20 people. And uh, I ended up getting shot in the head from a guy who was just ready for me and I was not. It was a really tense moment when I had a big machine gun and I could hear someone come into the, the apartment that I was in. I was in like a two-floor like home and could hear the guy downstairs opening and closing doors. And I just like laid on the, laid on the ground on the second floor and pointed <laughs> the gun at the stairwell. Like, pat, like he wouldn't have seen me if he'd come up the stairwell. I was like around the corner. And he just like never came upstairs, and I heard him start his car and drive away. Oh my and, like, god! Those moments are so fucking good. Oh my god! Um, and like I, I'm shocked that I'm this effusive about this because I went into it like player unknowns battlegrounds, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a survival god. game. Yeah, no, I had the same same reaction when I saw people start freaking out about it. Saw start starting to gain traction on Twitch. I had yeah. the same reaction, kind of as Patrick too, of like, oh, what I've these? seen these type of games, and you know, they they seem kind of garbagey. I get why they're popular on Twitch, yeah. but but it seems like you know from from what I've been hearing, there might be a little bit more to this one. Maybe maybe it'll stick around a little longer. I hope it gets more support. Like there are certain things that I really wish it it had, like more things in the world like there are cars More boats there are guns there are boats there are pants and shirts pant are there pant boats there are no pant boats oh. what else do you need like what if i could get i don't know like special abilities or what if i could get like what if you could be like a werewolf what if you could teleport on every 10th <laughs> snap. snap yeah so i figured out we figured out something earlier which is the best the most interesting superpower to have all right so, hmm how do we start this? What well, <laughs> we had a whole discussion. We went in deep about whether or not we would want actual superpowers. Right. We're not going to get into it, that. It's like, it it was like hours long. A heavy conversation. It was very heavy. Okay. You know how I am. Yeah, I know. You've met me. It's, it's intense. But then today we were talking about. Oh, we were talking about darkly <laughs> that CPR only works ten percent of the time. Yeah. And I was saying it's like eleven percent. That's yeah. both a lot and nothing. Hmm? It's more like a long-term survival rate. It's like it's not just that it works ten percent sure. of the time. It's like oh, this person will actually be viable and survive this incident ten totally. percent of the time ish. And what I said was like oh, there are times when that's terrible. Like I wouldn't want a car that only works ten percent of the right. time. But I wouldn't mind being able to teleport every tenth time I snap my fingers. Like one out of ten times that I wanted to do it, yeah, I'll snap my fingers up to up to twenty thirty times if it's a really low probability that time for me to teleport. And then we realized that would be a dope superhero movie. It would be amazing because it would just be like somebody like, all right, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go, and like it's not happening. And then like last snap or horror movie, Patrick, yes, like as long as you hear the snaps, that means he's coming for you, but he's not there yet. And then you don't hear it anymore, and you're fucked, dead. And then Tim Barnes uh, shouted out the, the, the great name, which was Oh Snap. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's good. (laughs) What a great power. It's definitely like the early 2000s comic book title (laughs) for it. Mark Millar is the one who did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real good. That checks out. Anyway, that's what I've been playing. Yeah. That's what have you been up to, Daniel? I, I played softball. You did play that was softball. Exciting. Did we not already oh. drag Gizmodo on this? To be shut out, baby. Fourteen zero. The Gizmodo Media Group softball team. I just want to say, I had not played softball in twenty-one years. Twenty-one years. Does I had it, not picked does up it a hold bat. Up? Have they patched it much? It, Have the rules haven't changed patched yet? it much? I ran to the field. Are there dinosaurs in this one? There's definitely dinosaurs. Well, if you're talking about, the, you know, the game we played, there was a. You know, maybe some not that maybe they hadn't played in longer than twenty one years. As long as they're saying. old, what twenty one millennia. Be? I don't know. Just they were bad at softball. Are you insulting <laughs> hey, the ages of the people? All I want to say is that I had not picked up a bat in twenty one years. True, but on my very first pitch, my friends, I'm I got so glad a you good went. base hit. I got an RBI. There were no strikes that crossed my plate that I did not make contact with the ball. I want you to know that. It's it's on the record now. It's on the record. Why does Vox not have a softball team in this league? We're playing BuzzFeed on Monday. Esquire, New York Magazine, they're all they're all on the list. I mean, We're coming for I you. Can't, I can't speak to uh, any official policy for Vox Media. Mike, uh-huh. if I had to guess, it would be because you just listed off a whole bunch of losers. Um, oh, okay. And we, we would only want to play softball with winners. What's well, us? So. I don't 14 know about nothing. us. 14 nothing, dude. We're kind of mm, winners. You know, it's... It's fine, I guess. Basically, 14 wins in a row, as far as I'm concerned. It's fine, I guess. What I love about this is that this time last week, Danielle was like, I don't want to. I was very nervous. I don't want to do softball. I hate softball. I haven't played softball in 20 years. I'm going to be terrible at softball. I'm just going to be so bad at softball, and everyone's going to make fun of me. And we were like, Danielle, you're an incredible athlete. You're confident. You're powerful. Get out there, kick some ass. And then I literally laced up my shoes mm-hmm. and ran there with equipment. On right, my ran there from our office. <laughs> About two and a half miles. And then hit an RBI. I did. Danielle's coming for you. The damn rest truth. Of media companies. So Vox Media, maybe make a softball team. Maybe we're winners. Don't, don't do it. No. No <laughs> 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 So, yeah, that's... That's what I played. That's also, technically, <laughs> I think the teleportation is cheating during softball. I no. Think that's, a, that's a... They didn't patch that. They didn't change it. Yeah, it's, it's an exploit. Yeah, it's not yeah, cheating. That's, that's a glitch. So, I don't know. <laughs> they can, can change it in, They can change it in tournaments, but they haven't changed it in the base rules. So... I got into a big argument with a, with a colleague about this, with, with Hearthstone, actually, exploits. Uh, okay. There, oh. is, there is an exploit in the current expansion... Where uh, if you're playing as a priest, you can you can basically do a move that causes the other player's turn to skip. Uh huh. That's that's busted. real mean. It's real busted. <laughs> like it's a huge mean. thing. I just need you to know that for a moment you said while you're playing as a priest, and I'd forgotten somehow that priest was a class in Hearthstone, and thought that real life priests had <laughs> they could this. do that. Um, I don't know how they knew, but they knew it. They knew Priests the exploit. You're allowed to play video games, you have to too. Be in your, <laughs> in your I they, they had the exploit that we didn't have access to as non-priests. Well, God I mean, you have them. to, you have to, you know, send up a little prayer, okay. and then. Uh, but no, you can, you can, you can cause your players turn to skip. Anyways, there was a, there was a streamer, a popular Hearthstone streamer, who kind of discovered this on stream and then showed it off and put out a video. And my colleague was like. It's it's bad of him to put out this video, um, but I'm like, no, it's in the game. It's not. He's not like downloading a hack, right? It's not like he it's didn't not hack cheating. it. Yeah, yeah. like this yeah. is something that's in the game. He uh, he has no obligation to not show this off or to not use it. Even chief hacking reporter is, is he using it regularly or he just used it? He, to show he, off sh- that he it showed it off, and he actually he conceded once he discovered it and figured out what it did. 
he actually conceded all of the games where he was showing it off. But he just showed okay. that you can make it work regularly. He's in the best position to get Blizzard to fix that as quickly as possible. Exactly. Yeah. By distributing it and making it a problem is how you get that fixed, not by like sending a support ticket. Thanks, for I, guess, <laughs> yeah, I guess this right. person's. I, yeah, I guess this this person's point was he's like he should have gone to Blizzard directly rather than. Blizzard well, put that in. There. I mean, I can't speak for Blizzard. There are companies who would get that note and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Put that in a file somewhere. Yeah. Not companies. There are people at companies who would be like, oh yeah, it's just not a priority. We have other stuff going on. Anyways, I'm legend rank now. I'm What's glad. That mean? Is that was that yeah. player unknown's legend rank? That's the top. That's the top. Is that the top of the top? It's the top of the top. Was it what's higher than legendary? Nothing. Nothing. I got there by using this cheat. <laughs> <laughs> I see the joke you were doing. Yeah. That went over my head. Yeah, yeah it really I was did. Very happy it down about for that. me. I had to really. <laughs> it, was like... it was very good. I would thought like you were excited to share. No. <laughs> what rank are you actually? Fifteen. That's nowhere near legendary. Because legend legend is under one, right? It counts down. Yeah, it goes down. I got a ways to go. Great. I think it it might be time to go into the question bucket, deep down in the question bucket. We got a bucket of questions, Phil. It's a digital bucket. I don't see any sort of. Give me a number from 1 to 120 or something like that. Let's go with 34. Okay, everyone goes low. Yeah. No, you said 34. Number, we'll see. I mean, what if this? I don't know what's in this question bucket. 34 could just be like, hey, I hope you never see that Phil guy. Um, <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> comes in from Nick. Nick says, a lot of games are described as cinematic experiences, mm. and plenty of others are grounded in strong writing. But, I, but I'm wondering about less conventional sources of inspiration. Has there, has there been a game that strongly emulates uh, or is inspired by Chuck Jones, the animator, and Six the Landing? Or, like, in general, are there other games that do – that reach outside I think we, of I – think we, I think we answered this question. We did answer I'm this question sh- at some point. Yeah. I've never heard this question this before. Has been- this might be my No, we definitely okay. – I, I, I distinctly remember because of well, the then, Chuck Jones reference. Yep. Fair. Well, I'm going to read this in different one <laughs> from Ewan in Edinburgh, who's the new 34. <laughs> new 34. Just get that tattooed on your arm, Ewan. <laughs> Call yourself the new 34. I've been making content uh, – you're welcome, Patrick – for YouTube for a few years <laughs> now. But I uh, have always felt a sense of hypocrisy in putting out videos there in the hope that people will watch while not actually watching that much of it myself. I don't, of his own or of, of others? No, of other, other people's yeah. stuff. <laughs> uh, I don't watch a lot of streams mainly because the type of games I prefer to play don't really lend themselves to that kind of staging. Games with – already already some editorializing here. Uh, games with strong narrative component I would much prefer to experience for myself rather than simply watch somebody else move through it. While I have full appreciation and more than a little envy of the confidence and personality required to be good at streaming, I simply don't connect with how the streamers I've seen present themselves and show off games. I do, however, watch a lot of the videos uh, output by the bigger sites, Giant Bomb, Polygon, uh, etc., not us, apparently. I guess we weren't yeah, doing any videos when this was happening, probably. Um, again, mainly Polygon's because, a great site, though. I've heard. It's pretty good. Again, mainly because, again, I prefer the way they are presented. Mm-hmm. The format we use for our videos is closer to something like a Giant Bomb Quick Look rather than a Let's Play or a Hey, Let's Play Games and Answer Chat Questions. And so I've always assumed that the skill sets are a little different. Even so, I feel that an author who doesn't read a lot of books or a director who's only into a very small slice of film would probably limit their knowledge and miss out on some important aspects of their craft. Is there something to be learned from YouTubers, Twitch streamers, etc. that would be worth studying and learning from? Are either 
interview big stream watchers. This came in when Patrick and I were the only people on this okay, podcast. Okay, so it really was before we had videos. So. Yeah, totally. Um, are either of you big stream watchers? Has watching them helped you with the videos or streaming that you have been part of? Thanks, and looking forward to the site launch. You in from Edinburgh, Aww. Scotland. Thank I think you, you need to watch other things. I think that's very helpful. But it, I think in this case, what's most popular is not necessarily what's best. I think there's a lot of folks who do amazing things who are not necessarily the biggest YouTubers. I think mm. the stuff that like Campster does is amazing. Sure. Just seriously incredible. Cool ghosts. I love their yep. videos. I mean, these are like somewhat popular, but they're not like necessarily like a PewDiePie mm-hmm. or a Jacksepticeye or whatever his name is. I probably said that wrong. Right. Did I say it right? Yeah, you did. Okay, that was him. Okay. He's Irish. I, I, so I would suggest finding something that actually speaks to you and that you enjoy and that you do want to sort of be inspired by. It's the same thing where like, oh, maybe you really love horror films, but you're not going to be inspired by romantic comedies. Well, you can still look around outside of your genre or outside of what you're doing and gain inspiration from it, but what everybody else is doing isn't necessarily the thing you need right. to do. Patrick, as as the our favorite YouTuber, yes, uh, I, I I'm with this with this person. I don't like watching streamers or YouTube videos. Generally speaking, like I even though I've made stuff, I well partially it's because I like long form content. Long form video content is something that just bugs me. Both like because I don't have time, and also the editor in me thinks, bro, right or lady, like you don't need. <laughs> 45 minutes to to do what you just did. If we're talking about stuff that isn't like a let's play that you were working your way through. Right, right. Uh, a game. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't I don't watch anyone on Twitch. There's like some YouTube channels that I, I follow. Um, a lot of that is as uh, uh, many things I, I've said on this podcast is just due to time. Like I just right. don't <laughs> like there's not a world where like watching along YouTube videos fits in into my life. But um, I mean, I, you know, I I think he's making a mistake if you want to mark, make your own mark that to not see what – at least not to – even if you don't particularly like the personalities associated with, like, popular accounts, there's something that they're doing that is separate from their personality. There's, like, yeah. a style. There's a cadence to, like, the editing, the recording, the way they go about things because um, also, as I've discovered through this one YouTube video that I have that I, last I looked now has 4.5 million right. views. Um it, it, the algorithm does a lot of the heavy lifting for a lot of these personalities. That's to take nothing away from the, the work that a lot of these bigger folks do. But like the Google ag- algorithm, like took one of my videos and now made it 4.5 million uh, views. Not because it's anything special I did, but because it was just picked by the Lord of the algorithm and then just shoved. <laughs> oh, the Lord of the the Lord of the algorithm. Uh that's a th- weird thing. Like Phil, you and I used to be a part of a big YouTube stream thing that we not yeah, big yeah. not big well I mean it was big because there were 30 of us involved <laughs> yeah the, uh, it was big in terms of number of people making the streams <laughs> maybe not watching right uh, what I love is the top two videos on that channel still on stream friends yeah. streamfriends.tv uh, are Janine doing the Sims 4 create a yeah. sim demo which is like oh she just got on it immediately and made high quality content and everyone was funny yeah Janine's great and then the number two is Let's Play Wolf Quest Part 1, Stream Wolves Assemble, because it turns out Wolf Quest is the sort of game people go to YouTube and type in, like, yeah. is there a Let's Play of Wolf Quest out there? And, like, mm-hmm. yeah, dog, it's us. It's I'm, us. I did it. I think I played a wolf named Fernando, I'm pretty sure. A wolf named Fernando. It was pretty good. And, like, that's the sort of, like, huh, that's the sort of thing that can be tough at, if you're trying to get into the YouTube space is, like, find that niche. Yeah. 
find out if anybody's done a Wolf Quest stream. I mean, they probably haven't done one with, with Allie, me, Jack, and Janine. So it was, <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I guess like I would I would say it it really depends on what your goals are. Like if your if your goal is I want to take this YouTube thing and make it my full time job, and I want it to right. be I want to be super popular, and I want to I want to make money off of it. Then yeah, you should probably be watching other people. Not not to say like you need to. Uh, do what they're doing but like there might be stuff you can learn like maybe there's things you could do better that you can pick up on totally and also just to determine as austin is saying here what is a niche that isn't being served what is you're gonna be like oh i know that this this is covered maybe there's something i can do different something i can do better there are lots of people currently streaming player unknowns battlegrounds like are you going to be able to separate yourself there does your is there going to be an audience that's going to come to you for that thing? Yeah. Um, and then and then yeah, the other thing is just like think about it structurally. I think that's a thing we don't think about media a lot because yeah. our training on on media is so limited. You know, through the high school level, and then we switch to whatever our majors are in college. Um, but like, what is Jacksepticeye doing structurally that is working successfully? And yeah. that might be something you don't like. We had this conversation a lot during the Stream Friends era of like, all right, what are the big streamers doing that? We that is not our not on brand for us. It's not like our ethos. But what are they doing that maybe if we change the words around, yeah. would still be a practice that's a best practice? Yeah, for absolutely. Us in terms of scheduling streams and promoting them, and like making sure we introduce and, and you know shout out our YouTube channel at the end and stuff like that. Ask people to like, comment, subscribe, all the good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I I will also throw out. Uh, I I do. I, I maybe am the only person here who watches a lot of YouTube stuff. I, I, watch, I watch quite a bit. Okay, I watch a ton of YouTube and, yeah. and Twitch stuff, and and I do think uh, you know for for people in the media, I I feel like I wish people in the media were more open to it. Like yeah. in the traditional games press, were more open to watching that stuff. Um, I feel like I I learn a ton. Um, both in terms of just like why this stuff is popular and and you know what kind of what games are popular on Twitch and that kind of stuff just from randomly watching streams, um, subscribing to certain YouTube right. channels and yeah. watching them and paying attention. Um, I definitely know, have like subsets of people who like oh yeah I watch people who play strategy games because I'm not going to wrap my head around it without yeah. watching somebody and like that's a perfect example of yeah. how if you're if you're like in your head like I don't want to watch YouTubers find something you want to learn about yeah. a game that maybe you don't have the time to put it into find someone who's done that even if that's Dark Souls lore even if that's yeah. you know how to play Dota or something like find someone who's done a good a good guide also yeah, if someone's absolutely. out there they should make I guess it's too late now because Destiny Two is coming out soon but I tried to get back into Destiny recently with a new friend. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to link – I'll find a YouTube video that's like a really simple, easy-to-understand breakdown of what the three classes are. No. Like that doesn't exist. Someone should make that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Somebody should, uh, <coughs> Some, yeah. should totally mm-hmm. make that. Um, the other thing is there are actually a lot of people who are very smart and mature and not just yeah. kind of doing the, the you know, yeah, the screamy stuff. Like they're amazing. They're not quite as popular. But like there is a lot of really, really, really good stuff out there that's worth digging a little bit for. That I that's just my shout out for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think there's like this uh this common uh idea that floats around, right? That that especially right now with all of the weird like PewDiePie stuff and YouTube stuff going mm-hmm. on, where uh this common idea that like the traditional games press is scared of YouTube, right? And I don't think that's necessarily the case, but yeah. I do think there is some, some truth resistance. in that, which is it's more that the traditional games press just doesn't get it. Yeah. Um and I and I do think like People on the press could be doing more to like. I, don't know, I think it's a, it's a it can be a tough thing if you're in the games press because when you have free time, it's often the case that like I've been doing game stuff all day, like it's all I do all day, and I love it. I love it to death. Like 
I just want to watch anime right now. That's true. God damn it. That's what we Patrick watch says. Anime. That's what Patrick, That's what Patrick says. says every day. Or the other thing is like, yeah. I just want to play a video game. <laughs> Let's put anime on. We could put us on some anime. I'm going to type into the, the internet here. Can I can I stream anime? Can I stream an um, anime? Can I stream an anime can on I Twitch? Can I stream one anime? Did we ever get in trouble for streaming an anime on Twitch? I don't think they can do anything about it. Can, uh, here's a good, this is a really good Twitch Reddit post. Can I watching and then in in brackets Japanese anime with my viewers? Uh, probably. Did you make the anime? Will DMCA issue or copyright strike problems arrive when I stream about free anime? If you made it yourself. Oh, good If you point. own the copyright. We need to get in the anime making business so yeah, we can get in the anime we can watching make an business. anime, then we can stream That's it with all our idea. friends. I think Patrick's in. If I Patrick can tell, looks I think super I'm reading in. the face. Oh, Patrick's anime face. He looks really into it. That's it. <laughs> oh, there it is. You know, the people there listening, is. I was going to read it all, but Patrick just Patrick just made a face as if it were. He looked like a really old, like tree man who was very old upset. Tree man, like, yeah. Like you could see the ridges of bark on his face. He looked like my <laughs> Twitter profile. Speak of Twitter. slash Twitter kind of, You can find really me good. at twittercom slash Walker. Danielle, where can people find I'm you? At Danielle Ri, and also killing all y'all media companies softball teams. God damn, Patrick Lepic. <laughs> Find me at Patrick Klepek. You can find everything that we do at twitter.com slash waypoint, waypoint.zone, waypoint.vice.com, facebook.com slash waypointvice, youtube.com slash waypointvice, uh, bazinga.zone, nude.donk.city. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can listen to the song Miss You by Bowen off of his EP Pale Machine at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. Thank you to Bowen for letting us use that track for intro and outro song. You can find out more about what we do at culturalmarxism.club. That's yes. uh, that's a thing someone bought us this week. Love it. Can I say my thing? Yeah, what's your thing? Be good or be good at it. There it is. Be good or be good at it. Peace. Bye, bye, Phil. Bye, Phil. Bye, Phil. Bye, Phil. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.